this is the Pie Boy Podcast. Hey there, it's Casey, uh, aka Sparky of the Pie Boy Podcast, and I want to welcome you to the very first podcast memoir. I'm going to be reading my book as I'm writing it. Um, the main manuscript is done, and these are the stories that I'm working out about my life from birth to 18, graduation from high school, and leaving for college. First page, based on a true story. And here's a quote from Jack Kerouac on the Steve Allen Show in 1959, um, when Mr. Allen asked him about riding on the road and being part of the beat generation and being labeled like the king of the beats and that kind of stuff. And this is his uh, idea about why he wrote the books the way he did. Um, True, but written in a fictional kind of way, if you know what I mean, a story. A lot of people have asked me, why did I write that book or any book? All the stories I wrote were true because I believed in what I saw. Chapter one, welcome to the jungle. My first birthday was a triple kegger at Graham's house on J Street in Milwaukee, Oregon, May 11th, 1989. It was the end of an era for my dad and his buddies. The 1980s man was being pushed to conform to a more normal lifestyle with less substance abuse and softer hearts. That prime age between 27 and 35, when men have to make balanced, mature, and less macho decisions. No more pig piles to the ceiling in the party house front rooms and elbow dropping into fame and misfortune. Less competitive flag football games, drunken softball tournaments, and friends couch surfing. Less partying and more baby raising and working at a good job to pay the bills. No more horse pucking around, like Gramps would say. I heard through the grapevine that the beer and the three kegs at my birthday was gone real quick. People were getting too crazy at my grandparents' house and they were forced to leave my birthday and take the party to Joe's saloon to let off some steam in felony flats. There were an awful lot of wild humans all hopped up on drinks and a baby turning one. They got rowdy that night. This was normal. My parents were known to have parties where half the people leaving were walking sideways from boozing, being high, or both. They were hee-heeing and ha ha maybe even doing cocaine. I was born in the 1980s, raised by people born in the 1940s, 50s, 60s, so it goes with the territory. I was born into the real version of the Rolling Stones song, Jumping Jack Flash. What I mean is, I was born into my own version of a crossfire hurricane. My first birthday was my introduction to the shit show. Being born was a miracle, and by God were people going to celebrate. There's a picture of me with my birthday cake. Most of my family was there. My parents brought along a lot of their wacky friends. I've heard stories about some of these people my whole life. People with nicknames such as Big Big Mike, Uncle Scooter, Itchy Rat, Johnny Rotten, Mr. Bones, Woody, Big Louie, Cowboy, and Uncle Squiggy, just to name a few. Can you tell the level of stuff I've been dealing with when you hear the nicknames? There's a story 
for all of them, too. They all collided on my birthday to witness a new intersection, a new star. I'm here to tell this story from my perspective because I'm the only one that can do it. I will tell you and write it like I saw it and heard it because I believe in what I saw, just like Jack Kerouac said, and I also believe in what I heard. It was so real, even if it was a different reality. I'm not here to tell you about how great my life was and give you some dollar store therapist advice to go on your merry way with. I'm writing you this story for the love of it and mostly the thrill of it. We all have stories. The difference between me and most of you is that I'm not afraid to tell the stories. When my sister and I were born, a positive chain reaction started. Number one, it gave my family a kick in the ass to mind their P's and Q's. Number two, it gave them a greater purpose. I know for a fact my immediate family members changed for the better. A lot of them slowed down. My sister Kayla and I would bring them together and help them keep their shit together long enough to take care of us. Revisiting the song Jumping Jack Flash over the years has made me realize why I relate to it. Some things sounded familiar. It told me, one, life can be hell and sometimes you can make something from it. Two, life has a strange sense of humor. Three, everyone's family is crazy in their own way. Four, I realized that my dad used to say that that song was his story too. He saw himself in it. I came to the conclusion it's all of our stories, just a different version of the same thing. It is a strange trip looking back at my crazy family history and how it guided and carried me along through the years. Many of the stories are true, and the rest stretch the truth further than I could ever realize now and forever. But there are certain parts that are undeniable and other parts I'm still trying to figure out. I learned life the hard way. I had great times and sometimes I didn't. The truth hurts. I've learned that the same thing that will make you laugh will also make you cry. This is my story. Chapter one. Yeah, so it was Welcome to the Jungle. It's really hard to believe that a sane family would uh, have a triple kager for their one-year-old's birthday, but if you knew my family and after listening to these stories I'm going to tell you over the course of time, I think you'll understand, or at least have something to connect the dots to. So a really interesting thing about that song, so my dad has always told me about Jumping Jack Flash and the Rolling Stones, and he used to come on the radio on KGON when he'd be driving around in his old Chevy pickup, 64, Chevy pickup, green. Um, but he would turn it up real loud, and he would sing to it, and we would sing to it. And then when it was done, he'd tell us stories about how it was his story that they were talking about, and how he was raised by a toothless, bearded hag, and raised with a strap across his back. Um, so the two real parts to that story is that his old granny, um, who was blind for most of his young life when she was helping to raise him, um, loved Portland wrestling. And he would go over there. And he was actually the closest of the family members to her as far as the kids go. And he would uh, listen to 
Portland Wrestling on the radio with her. And she would scream and holler at the radio. And then later the TV, she'd get so into it. But he would tell us that she was the bearded one-tooth hag or what. I don't remember exactly how it goes in the song, but it's very similar sounding story. It also tell us about Grandpa Curly and how he would whip their little asses when they got in trouble with a razor strap, an old school straight edge razor that the good old boys used to get their shave at the barbershop with and learn how to use at home, actually. And uh, he used to keep it outside his door, his bedroom door, um, as a reminder, as a symbol to mind their P's and Q's and not act up. And he would definitely spank them. My dad would tell us crazy stories about dumb things that they had done, his brother and him. And Grandpa Curly would spank his ass so hard with that thing. Put the fear into him. The other messed up part of the story that I remember him telling us about, but him being proud in some weird way, um, was how Grandpa Curly would sometimes, even if they weren't in trouble, would still spank them. And he would tell them it was because he wanted to keep them honest, which is just insane. And I can't believe I'm laughing about it, but it just kind of shows the toughness that my dad had and pass on to me, even though he didn't hit me with a strap. He did other things to make me tough, and I can see where it came from. Um, the other thing I keep thinking about with this story is that I just had a daughter in July last year, so she turned one this year, and we celebrated her birthday, even though the pandemic is going on, and that was not the same, nothing close to the amount of people or family around, like my birthday, a triple kager, but it's just crazy to think how far... I've come 32 years, 31 years since that triple kager at Graham's house where everybody got loose, real loose. And now I have a little, little girl and I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if we could, if we could have had a triple kager. I don't think we would have maybe a single keg. We're not that crazy. Yeah. We'd like to have fun and do the adult type of things, but we got to be responsible. We got to learn from those mistakes of the seventies and eighties and people just got hammered and didn't know most of the things that they were doing and somehow didn't get in trouble, get in trouble. So I don't know. I'm not saying my parents are bad. They're lucky, but they're also crazy and push the envelope and now i have this notorious story that they've told me for years and there are two different versions of it but it always comes down to people being shithouse and getting kicked out by my grandparents and then going and wreaking havoc and felony flats somewhere in milwaukee or portland drinking in my name because i was the golden boy the apple of my dad's eye, <laughs> which is laughable.
Um, I'm going to come back to that song, Jumping Jack Flash. And it's my story, too, because of it being my dad's story. And I, maybe I wasn't raised by the strap, even though I did get spanked with the belt a few times in my life. And my grandma was definitely not a bearded hag by any means. Was a beautiful human, still is. Both of them. But the crossfire hurricane, that's exactly what I've been living. And a few years ago, as I was starting to write this book and these stories, that was like one of the very first things I ever wrote that I knew this would be in, in the book and would probably be the opening chapter because it's shocking, but also memorable and only my story. Nobody I don't think I've ever met, maybe never will have met somebody else with a triple kegger first birthday party. Um, <laughs> but the song always makes me feel uh, gratitude for the craziness and gratitude that I'm here to tell the story. So if that gets you hooked in, I hope you turn in, tune in for next week or the week after that, whenever this next chapter is going to come out. And as we go, I'll be sharing many of the stories from the book as they're becoming closer to the finished product and hopefully share the whole thing and create a, a printed version at some point. That's the goal, but stories live here first. So I'll see you next time.